0: okay everybody my gosh another monday chuck is late it's about uh, five minutes before normal start time chuck bartok here with you can build it your business the 464th episode um it's a long time Um, i'm sorry i was late to our wonderful call in guests um peter wright has joined us from canada diane stevenson from canada Joanne Nesbitt in Florida, uh, Nancy Lou Henderson in Texas, and Lou is in, God, why can't I ever remember that? Maryland. Where? Maryland.
4: (laughs)
3: Maryland.
0: Right, right. Okay. I I just looked out at my notes and I saw it finally, (laughs) Mm Lou. But uh, anyway, I want to welcome everybody. Here we are on the uh, first Monday of May. A lot of interesting events have happened in our lives, all of us collectively, and I'm sure individually. Uh, We're finding out that politicians uh, uh, jump off the uh, uh, diving board before they use their heads a lot. Uh, I know uh, the lovely uh, little governor out here in California, you know, big bravado guy. He backed off so quickly in 48 hours regarding one of his mandates. I understand a couple of governors who vetoed legislature regarding people's freedoms had their vetoes overrode in the Assembly and their Senate. I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, I truly believe that we as a collectively as a people globally um, are concerned. Uh, we're all concerned about our environment and, and things that we have to face. But at the same time, I think a lot of us innately enjoy the opportunity to use our own minds and make decisions about suggestions by people who are no more qualified than we are. Uh, That's an opinion of mine, so I just publicly stated it. Uh, I am not going to claim to anybody that I'm a medical doctor, but I've spent enough time in my life with medical doctors. I had them on the payroll for years. They're nice people. Some of them are educated and some of them are not. And, uh, you know, so it it doesn't mean that a doctor is is sacrosanct, okay? Okay. Uh, and uh, we know that politicians definitely aren't. We've all learned that over the years. But I think what I really, and I know Nancy's been very vocal, so has Diane and, and Peter, and uh, Joanne's put her two cents in, so is Lou and some of these things. I really have a great faith in humanity. Overall, I think humanity is a pretty neat thing. And I know we, as I amuse our neighborhood, we have a, a neighborhood of 100 homes, average age is 80. Okay? <laughs> you know, that's the average age. Okay? Some lo- younger, some older. Uh, none of us have lived in fear for the last four months because of the circumstances. But each one of us, I know personally, have observed common sense lifestyle changes. Uh, you know, because of the circumstances. I don't know about anybody else. Maybe we can, because this all ties into really being an author, because I'm going to bring up a point about the fact that all of us here, not me so much as the rest of you, have the opportunity to truly express your feelings because you have a natural gift of writing. And I do not think any of us should be afraid to state our opinion based on and including the reasoning why we have developed that opinion. And uh, I, I have been amazed at the success of Jim's journaling the coronavirus, 55 posts so far, and they're getting read voraciously, and the comments have flooded into the website onto those comment onto those posts. But here's the best side. While people are there, they're buying books. Oh darn, that's a shame, isn't it? That's not why they went there, but when they hang around and find out. So has anybody on the call today been writing or thinking about doing sharing some thoughts about the pandemic? Lou, how about you being a historian?
3: Uh no, I'm not going to write about it, but okay. uh, it's been interesting to watch uh, because it certainly is a piece of history. Uh, yes. Karen and I were just discussing this, and uh, you know we may have to give up some of this idea of our God-given immortality <laughs> if we're going to continue to exist as a country because we can't stay shut down until uh, they get a perfect
0: solution. Well, there is no perfect solution. We all know that. <laughs> you know the, Polio is still existent, right? Could everybody, we all pretty much agree on that. Uh, it's not as rampant. We don't talk about it. But yes, there are polio cases that erupt around the world. And but look at what a wonderful job humanity did. One of my best friends got polio when I was in the fourth grade. And he was in an iron lung, and he survived. But boy, you know that was a very. Everybody else here, do you? You guys all remember those days, don't you? Uh, it was pretty scary, you know, especially for little people. And but but mankind got over it. And I I think that these other pandemics we've had over the years, we've gotten over them. What I feel bad about is I'm reading somebody of so-called stature saying. We can't do anything until we have a vaccine. Well, my point is if you have a vaccine, so what? We've had a vaccine for influenza for how many years? And still, 30,000, 40,000 people a year die from influenza with a vaccine. So, again, I don't want to, you know, it's, but I think Lou's right. There are some other, hey, Peter showed up with a good picture. There are some other circumstances that are as important. To all of us around the world, I don't care what country you're in, that are as important as this pandemic, if they want to call it, or the virus, the new virus. Uh, In viruses, we've had new viruses for a long time. Uh, Plant viruses, I spend a lot of time working with. And by God, they mutate so fast that, you know, in five weeks, we'd have a new virus out there. So I I think we're all using common sense. Uh, Nancy, what what are your thoughts about this?
5: Well, first of all, uh, you know, I I keep. Uh Oh, did I lose you? Martyrs here and and nearly everywhere started the middle of March. Yeah. Uh, People were working until then. So you actually are looking at about a, a six week or a little over time. I think that's important to know because California was first and that they were middle of March um I I I think that um this is very similar to the uh Spanish flu mm-hmm. only more uh it seems to be easier spread but we also live in a a world now that is not spread out people are not out uh, yep. back in the Spanish flu day, people didn't have cars. They didn't go somewhere every minute of the day driving here and there and going to a show and going out to eat. They, they stayed home. They might go to the grocery store m- once a month or every two months, pull a wagon and go get some meal, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but we're used to going more and we're in clusters more, right. uh, big clusters like ball games and, and things like that. So with this, uh, we also have we don't know how this particular virus, how long it stays on anything. You can read different versions of that. I have my own version in my head, um, but it it's clinging and it's it's very it spread very quickly it, it's airborne and very quickly. So my idea is I don't mind staying home and getting that curve, getting that to flatten out some and those people back then didn't mind that either. They actually mm-hmm. isolated themselves from others mm-hmm. to try to stop it. They didn't even have people out researching a vaccine, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that if <laughs> I'm
3: doing some background yeah.
5: research, okay. But I think that if uh, if we can just care about others a little while, and mm-hmm. and take the precautions, I don't wear a mask to protect me. I wear one to protect mm-hmm. you from me because I have seen the video of a mask, a cloth mask. You sneeze in it, it stops around your face. You sneeze without it, it's going out there about six feet. And so you, right. you, it doesn't hurt to try to help. Uh, I, As far as the vaccine, it will change just like all flus. Right now we have a flu vaccine that is just full of different kinds. Actually influenza B is very big right now and is killing, is attacking children. So we have to be, uh, I think we have to wash our hands. We have to be mm-hmm. cautious and certain certain people do not know that they have um, illnesses they haven't been di- diagnosed with. I saw where a man and it was his family and there were pictures, I believe this video, Uh, He was a workout guru and his own immune system fought so hard against this that it ended up his immune system killing. Wow. Wow. So I think this is more lethal than the flu that, that we see. Most people get the flu or not having pneumonia. Pneumonia is a second infection usually from flu. This one causes it. So, you know, it's... We just need to be uh, thinking a little bit unselfishly, and, and we also need to have a country that's that's motivated and going. But I don't think that it. I think God had a hand in clearing some air and bringing families back together. So that's yeah. all I have to say.
0: No, I I, I think you you've got some spot on. Uh, you know, very uh, uh, good thought processes being used it's interesting though that we live we all live in different areas and i think a lot of the uh, action taken by people has to do with how things are in their neighborhood and and we've all mentioned i've mentioned before in our small county of sixty-nine we we've had one confirmed case That was a couple of months ago. The poor gentleman did pass away. He was terribly compromised when he was diagnosed, and he was diagnosed 24 hours after he got home from San Francisco. (laughs) And, and, you know, all this time where I live, we have had no confirmed cases. That gives us – does it falsely give us a sense of – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sense of security. But yet we still maintain social distancing. When we go to town, Hi. we haven't had large collective groups of people. However, this weekend it was warm and there were families dotting the riverbank 20, 30 feet apart, enjoying the river, you know, having the summer uh, Day camp Fishing is good. Stripers are coming up the river. So, you know, that hasn't changed. You see what I mean? That part of life Why? hasn't changed. What has changed is the lady who cuts my hair. She's been out of business, essentially, since 1st of March. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's real. And she can't get unemployment. I mean, this BS about, well, she's self-employed. She can get unemployment. Uh, yeah. Wait in line, will you? <laughs> You know, how, however, right. financially speaking, you know, they were smart enough. They're a young couple. They have money in the bank. Everything's paid for. They don't have payments, so you know they're they're going to survive it. But uh,
5: you know,
0: I, uh, I you you live in a different area, Nancy. You know, I, I believe right.
5: And and the main thing, you know, a lot of people are going on about schools, but schools back when we went to school didn't mm-hmm. have carpet on the floor. They had open windows, no air conditioning. Right. Where right. these kids are in a, a confined area most of the day, and one sneezes, one one gets sliced, the whole school does. You know, it's a, right. um, a different kind of environment from what we had, so it's hard to see that. But I, you know, here they've opened the beaches. Uh, uh, some some lady, the first I've heard of shutting down anyone was a lady had a bar, and she decided to open it over near uh above Angleton and uh she decided it was time and they went in and took her they they closed it down but mm-hmm. the thing is 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 it doesn't hurt i uh, here some listen most people around here don't listen to anything uh they just <laughs> kind of do their own thing right. and uh but you know it's Some of them work, the oil companies didn't shut down. They didn't send anybody home. They were working, you know, uh, and a lot of the stores and restaurants have been supported with drive through They've done really well and so have the little stores that had things because they went online and opened them a little Mm -hmm. thing on Facebook or wherever. And so, you know, they have to use some of that intelligence Right. You know, even though my grandson and his wife did not lose a dime, they got $3,900 in stimulus.
0: On top of the pay, on top of their pay.
5: <laughs> yes. So yeah. they kind of actually made a little money on that deal, I would <laughs> say. <laughs> but
2: well, hey, you know, that, they also
5: like- saved money because yeah, she wasn't running go. back and forth to school every yeah. day and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. But their food bill went up, of course. But yeah. I think that, that people, I never panicked. I don't fear. I never fear death. I don't fear dying from a disease. I, the thing is, is I fear young people or people that I care about or others dying from me, exposing them to something because we don't know when we're exposed. It takes a long time. And then people said something, I put something out and I said, ours has been going up by a thousand a day in Texas since they opened it up and someone said, well, how can that be? It doesn't just hit overnight. It's not that we had not reached a plateau yet. So these people, these numbers were coming. It's not that they got it. We'll find out in two weeks how it happened with the opening. I mean, it's not, I don't understand why people don't understand that, but I, I I let it go. I just said, "Mm, let me explain this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it might be hard. Joanne how are you know what no I want to I want to go back to up to Canada. Diane, how does this because obviously we try to stay on top of what's happening to our wonderful neighbors to the north. how are your communities being impacted uh, majorly or uh, you know how how has it been?
1: no I, I really don't know like I look out I haven't been out since the 15th of March.
0: Right. Yeah. Not, we because I, not because
1: I'm afraid of going out, but it's just because I just I don't care. You know, it doesn't bother right. me to stay I, home. I quite I quite like yeah. it. So get my. Yeah, you like yourself? Now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of traffic going on out here. Okay. A lot of traffic okay. going by. So there's a lot of people out there, and I am, we have a big park here, uh, Fanshawe Park, and there's a, a a man-made lake from a dam. And oh. there's there's a pioneer village on it. Of course, that wouldn't be open right oh, now. Wow. But evidently, one of the people from a uh, couple from our church went out there just to get out to, outside somewhere because it's kind oh. of a, on the outskirts of the city. And she said they were there were so many cars you could hardly find a place to park, and people were not <sighs> social distancing or anything. I think people are just oh. getting to the point where, get me out of here, out of the house yeah. or whatever. I don't care what goes on. i and and but. There are certain communities, I've never heard of anybody being fined here, but there are quite a few communities across the country, even even in other areas in Ontario, where people are being fined $880. Oh my for God. Being, for doing, two pastors in Calgary have been fined $1,200 each for feeding the homeless who are not welcome in a shelter.
5: Jeez. Oh wow! De-
1: mm. An 18-year-old in, in here in um, well, it was in Pickering, so it's just it's not not a big place. And he he came from Angus. Right. He was with his dad. His dad was in a grocery store getting groceries, and so he was there was a skateboarding park there. It wasn't marked. It wasn't blocked off mm. or anything. So he was all by himself, and three officers came out and handed him an $880 ticket. Oh. 18 years old, first year first year university, no money to, you know, just working a few hours a week because you know he can't get anything else. He's got tuition to pay and everything, and it seems to be that they're they're doing this to people. Um, I don't know whether communities are looking to make money off of this for the bylaws and stuff like that or what. I just I don't understand it. But fortunately, we have the rebel news is actually. <laughs> crowdfunding <laughs> and they're they yes. are paying for liars for these people to get that can't afford well, so
0: they are getting legal help yeah are you seeing yeah. this similar yeah. thing up your wake uh, peter you're not too far away
6: yeah <clears throat> i'm seeing several things uh, as you know i wrote quite a long lengthy blog post uh, the other day mm-hmm. and that was yes, one of did. my more res- res- restrained writings i have another <laughs> another blog my, my political blog no, that's that's my blog for general consumption, so as much as I like to speak my mind, I don't want to put off all my subscribers. Right. I have another one where I tend to rant somewhat with a limited uh, circulation. Um, I have been writing to members of parliament, both provincial and federal, to the four contenders for leadership for the Conservative Party. Um, what I'm seeing is, is everything that Diane's just been talking about, and the irony of that is... On the very same day, there was the report about one of the Calgary ministers being fined. There was another article on the, on the same uh, platform on the uh, internet about a, a, a drug dealer in Toronto with previous convictions having been caught with loads of drugs on him, obviously dealing. The judge let him off on the grounds that his rights had been infringed. Yeah, his yes. rights had been infringed during the arrest, and he was let go. Can you believe it? So what I'm seeing on the ground is where I live in a farming area, farmers are just doing everything normally. Um, We live in a house on on a, we rent a house on a farm of 50 acres of field. I'm looking out the window now and the guys came to run the disc through the other day and we were Mm -hmm. standing shoulder to shoulder with no masks, no gloves and and just saying what's wrong with these city people. And that (laughs) we had a small funeral at our church um, an old lady died in January and she was buried last Tuesday and we're not supposed to have more than 10 at a gathering. We had 17, not a mask or glove in sight, right? right and right. people weren't, weren't exactly crowded, but they were about the yeah. same distance as they would be in little family groups in any funeral. So, so my view, personally, I have absolutely no fear of the virus. Having been threatened with death many times in Africa and had guns pointed at me and thrown in jail, uh, there's far more frightening things in my life than a little bit of virus. Right. I don't believe the viruses, when the true figures are noted, and I'm referring particularly to the two California doctors whose video was banned on
0: YouTube. By the way, excuse uh, me, after Peter. After five million Peter, views. Yep, yeah. Yeah. I do, I do yep. have a link to that video, which can be played on anybody's website anytime. If right. anybody, and wa- if anybody wants follow-ups. that link, I have it. I have it. I have, it. I have the video. Yeah, not not new to me. I'm showing sure you guys. We've all seen it. Right, right. Point. You know,
6: Point. I'm trying I, to make is that I've
3: seen it. I have some issues with some of what they were saying,
0: though. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think we're not the real so story people. is. I think the
6: real story is the virus is not a lot worse than flu, if all the facts are known. There's very, very few cases of anyone under 40 dying from it, certainly not children. So uh, the bottom line for me is the reaction or or the overreaction is totally out of proportion to the threat of the disease. (laughs) what i what i want to say is i've seen the actual report from the who some years back about the danger of ebola when ebola first surfaced and they went into print to forecast 6 million people would be dead around the world within the year and hundreds of thousands of cases in the usa does anyone remember much about ebola i think 600 people died in africa end of story so I have some huge concerns and my last, my biggest concern is the erosion of freedom. Having lived in an authoritarian state and lost everything and almost my life from living in that state and coming to Canada with my suitcase and horse saddle, once these controls get in, uh, they don't go away in a hurry. So I'm very concerned about this idea of tracing our cell phones and passing information and aerial
0: surveillance. And that's probably where I am. Very good. Thank you, Peter. You know, just as I want to get to Joanne and then we'll move on, but I found, I don't know if anybody's ever visited the CDC website that of course is the, the, you know, the the Pope's nose of of the United States Mm -hmm. disease control. Uh, Most people look at the first page. I dug down because I, I had a curious question. A neighbor asked me, they said, I wonder where people are dying from this, meaning where, what kind of facility? So digging into back pages, I found this wonderful spreadsheet that was interesting to me, but more so were the numbers. Now, this is from the CDC. This was printed May 1st, and it's data up through 423. So I have to tell you right now, this is a few days old, okay? Okay, in the United States, inpatient deaths were 25,331 to coronavirus, hospitalized people. Outpatient, or ER, was 1,743. Don't get bored with these numbers, because you're going to see something interesting. Dead on arrival from the ambulance was 47. 2,552 people died at home. So we're up around thirty-two thousand right now, right? I'm yep. adding this up. Hospice, yeah. hospice facility, four hundred and seventy-nine. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is recorded COVID nineteen deaths by the CDC. Mm-hmm. Nursing home and long term long term care facilities, six thousand seven hundred and twenty-three. About one fourth as much as were in hospitals. Other, yep. 426, and place of death unknown was seven. I always wondered, how could you not know where, you, you know what I mean, anyway. Yeah, really. <laughs> but but, but, but here's, here, here's where it gets really interested. This is from the CDC. I'm not making this up, I swear to you. This is under the heading COVID-19. Now, total deaths, meaning from all causes, in those same blocks inpatient outpatient dead on arrival home for you know for healthcare and so yep. on okay now they have a number of people who died from pneumonia only and that was almost twice as large every number was twice as large as those who died from covid right however they have Another column that says people who died whose death certificate says pneumonia and COVID. You see what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah. and then the last column, which is 60,000 people in hospital, are people whose death certificate is listed as COVID, pneumonia, and influenza. And that's the kind of number you're seeing in all the newspaper, folks. Of course. Because the CDC, now this is only the United States, the CDC, I didn't make this up. This isn't the New York Times. This isn't uh, Chuck's local newspaper. This is from their website, data.cdc.gov, okay? I found that quite interesting. Actually, what I was looking for is where, because we were interested is how many people are in ER, how many people are in hospital, you know? Because my conversation was, the biggest tragedy through Canada and the United States that I know of, and also in Italy, I believe, is that all the emphasis has been on hospitals, and we have terribly unprioritized our people in long-term care facilities and nursing homes. They've been abandoned. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, I got
3: something to <laughs> kick in on this. Go ahead. The death deaths here in Charles County have been in nursing homes.
0: Yes, thank you, yeah. Well, you're, you're, uh, you're actually-
3: that is uh, basically a staggering statistic, because we this have is- shut down the entire economy, but we did nothing to protect the people that we knew two months ago were most at risk.
1: That's
2: right, most at risk. And yeah. not only that, Governor Cuomo in New York, required that hospitals once they had a COVID patient stabilized that they send them back to the nurse back to
0: yeah isn't that beautiful yeah and, and and who was it that was talking about the incubation nancy brought up classrooms classrooms are an incubator especially an air-conditioned yep. classroom okay mm-hmm. so, and and i unfortunately we not fortunately where i live again average age i told you guys octogenarians Many of my friends, before they passed, were in these homes, correct? And I'll tell yep. you what, I haven't been to one in the 40-mile radius of my house that I felt comfortable being in. D- 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 mm-hmm. Just a, a feeling when I walked in the door, okay? I, I went to my friend's room to hold their hand, okay? But I was very uncomfortable in the in the facility. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, just yeah. everything about it. So, anyway, Joanne, let's hear from Florida. Or do you want to? Are you are you just totally mortified with what we're talking about today?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm enjoying listening to all of you. And uh, you. Florida is reopening a lot of their businesses. And the next the next thing is the hairdresser. Oh my God, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah we've been doing great here um our supplies are, are more than ample right now Good. and it uh, seems um we we haven't had the riots that michigan has had or that California's had we just uh we, we just have people who want to go to the beach and of course Good. everybody comes to florida for the beaches so yeah, right. um and I'm a mile from the beach so um you know, the, the traffic was so nice not having any cars on the road the one thing okay. that we did was the sky was so blue and so clear. No contrails. Huh. First wow. time ever. Yes, no contrails. So um, it's, it's amazing what a little bit of um, tender loving care can do from to, to Mother Nature to help her get back to um, being in a healthier state.
0: Very good. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that positive, positive report from the great state of Florida. We also have, she's not with us today, but. Our good friend, uh, Beth, or as she's known in the literary world, Harriet Hunter, uh, she doesn't live too far away from you, I don't think. I, I never get all the towns together. But, let's um, see, we had uh, Peter spoke, and, oh, Jerry, Jerry, what, what, what? give us an update, and then we're going to get to the meat of the program in the next few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh,
2: Peter, you were spot on in what you had to say. Uh, This has not been nearly as much about health care as it has been about control. And here in Illinois, we had a lady who had been exposed and had symptoms of COVID that was killed in a head-on car crash, and it was listed as COVID-related.
0: So she's, now, she's in that, that statistic. She's
2: in that statistic. Yes, yes she's in that statistic. Yep. And that's what's been going on over and over and over. We've got medical people that have gotten in trouble because they did not put down COVID as the cause of death for somebody that was in hospice yep. for something else. Right. Right, that's you a know, shame. We, we've, got, we've got people that are dying of you know, other issues. That get exposed to COVID. Did it hurry it? Maybe, but is that the cause of death? No. They were dying of kidney disease, or they were dying of cancer, or they were dying of something else. Right. And it all got it all gets because this allows idiots like the guy that our governor <laughs> to shut down everything, where the, we can't even buy garden seed.
0: Yeah. Are you in the garden mm-hmm. seed situation now also? We'll, well send you they some ju- if you need
2: some. <laughs> well, we'll they, some. They, just, they just opened up garden centers the okay. 1st of May. But right. people who right. wanted to get early stuff couldn't get it. Right. right. You know, well, you know, my, my yeah. daughter went to Walmart and the aisle was closed off and everything was wrapped up in, in uh, wow. shrink wrap and oh, had really? yellow tape around it.
0: Oh, my
2: gosh. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's asinine. It's totally ridiculous. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I call it a pandemic because yeah. you, you notice the areas that have the tightest restrictions. And they're the areas that the numbers have skyrocketed. You look at the areas or yeah. that don't have the restrictions and the numbers never did spike. Yeah. You know, a, 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 number, a, a number of states, and you take a look at, and I don't want to get political, but it is, you, you take a look at the government in the states, and the ones that are most draconian, they're the ones that have the problems. Yep. I don't believe that the problem was there first. I believe that the problem is a result of what's going on. Um, good
0: case. Now,
2: do I believe in social distancing and being careful? Well, I've got diabetes. I'm over yes. 65. I have uh, a couple of other health issues that make me at risk. Now, am I going to go out and try to expose myself? Absolutely not, because I'm in the, in the risk factors. Right, right. Okay, there have been virtually no deaths of anyone under eighteen years of age, so schools are all shut down. Yeah, I there have yep. been very few deaths under sixty-five years of age. Correct. You give yep. there, yeah, and and you know, and we're shutting down the entire country, three hundred and eighty plus yep. million people, for sixty thousand people dying, and that sixty thousand number is padded.
0: Yes, it is. Um, we it yeah. just saw
2: uh, Okay. Uh, look, look back and see how many died from swine flu, how many died from bird flu, how many died from, you know, every four years we have some major epidemic. All right. Mm-hmm. Just in time for yeah. an election. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, a good time. In
1: 1968, <laughs> there was a, a yeah. flu that. Uh um, you know, right. many, many more people than what this is doing, many right. times more, and in it wasn't even yeah. publicized in the media.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep. we didn't have the media then, like we do now. We had newspapers and the radio, and TV was, you got to remember, 55, TV was just really getting on a roll, you know. Well, uh, you know, yep. the, the, the reports that we've heard today, and I hope those people listening to this show in the future, what I would like to ask our creative authors that happen to be here today is to consider that there's some great statements made and i feel personally that it might be within your duty (laughs) as a good person to, to clearly explain why you feel don't just throw it out say i hate this i hate that because i think what we're missing in the printed word today and the, well, on social media or whatever, that's why we put it on the website. And I'm surprised people who have, who have a totally different political polar difference to the author of, of, of these reflections, are concurring because of the logic that's presented do you see what i mean it's not a this is not a Absolutely. political this is not a political statement we as people i i don't you know totalitarianism and as peter so beautifully put it from his own life experience being totally subjugated being living in the fear of arrest and death by your quote government on a daily basis Uh, you know, this is not the way, this is not why my folks came from hungry to here. Okay. (laughs) They Mm -hmm. didn't come here to live this way. I sure as heck. And of course I grew up in a neighborhood that everybody felt the same way. Uh, and my children, maybe because it's because the way Shirley and I believe are feeling the same way also. I mean, they have their own mindset. Of course fortunately they all like Brian our oldest boy guess what he does for a living He's in charge of a of a irrigation system that covers close to 4000 square miles okay Wow <laughs> and, and his job is to be out in his truck every morning at sunrise and driving around and looking at the system of canals and 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 you know sluice boxes and everything determining what needs to be maintained and so on what a beautiful life (laughs) does he have a danger of coronavirus i don't think so you know what i mean Mm. and jonathan trains cutting horses so he has a solitary life of riding eight nine ten horses a day now unfortunately for him his income is is stifled because there are no shows right Right and and mm-hmm. if there's yep. no shows you're not showing those horses and you're not making show money so uh, th- those are problems but the the kids are definitely thinking very much like Peter in fact Peter you'd like the kids I think <laughs> but <laughs> I but, think so uh, go ahead An-
5: I have was- a, I have a, a question I'm I'm thinking here because um, um, no one really mentions it out there is that. Uh, If we hadn't all I mean, we were never told we had to do anything in Texas. We were, it was just stay home order and uh, you know, people did it. But if we hadn't closed the schools, if we hadn't done some preparation because we know what happens in schools and, and I'm sorry, but we've had children with it here in our County. Yes, you have. We have had a death. We have had a death and, uh, but it, and it was beginning to be more and more. As a matter of fact, Bay City itself had five children oh, wow. that were very sick wow. in the hospital. So uh, you know, it 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 mutates, it changes, mm-hmm. and and all flus do that. So it's not something. To, but if we hadn't done it, uh, where would you be? Where would we be? Would would I mean, if we hadn't been uh, you know conscious enough to try? I don't feel like. Um, Texas just doesn't do anything the government says anyway. They, they, were, their own, they were their own country. They That's don't good. have to. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think for myself, I, I, you know, I think any reasonable person doesn't drink Kool-Aid and think that that, and that is, you know, they're going to do this. They, we are in charge of our country. It doesn't seem like it, but I think you're, you, you, we really are. There were riots everywhere. There, there were things going on, and it put pressure and things lifted. You know, it's, it's um not. We're not under as much control as people think. But you know, the other countries, they didn't have a choice. Some of them, they were, you know, in Russia. I'm sure if they told you to stay home, if you didn't stay home, you were shot. You know, yeah. and well, I'm sure Peter Peter's knows what example. that's yeah. all about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we were lucky that we had those decisions. I haven't heard of anyone being fined here, except for the lady. She wasn't fined, but she was shut down, and they took her liquor license. So, um, uh, you know, it's... Oh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, I think uh,
3: Nancy has a very good point here, because I've been following this in some detail since uh, mid-March, and it... Uh, the beginning of April, this thing was doubling worldwide and in this country every week. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to double the number of cases too many times before you get to really big numbers. I was expecting to see 4 million cases in the United States at the end of April and 16 million worldwide, and we wound up with 1 million in the U.S. and 3 million worldwide.
4: Right. So it has
3: come down, and I think one of the things that differentiates this from anything else
4: is that it
3: spreads in a very dangerous way from many other diseases that I know of, in that you be you can be asymptotic so it's it's great that it doesn't kill young people right, right. but the mm-hmm. fact of the matter is that young person can be asymptotic or just have mild symptoms but spread it around and kill several elderly.
0: that's right and that's,
3: that's right. Serious right. Right. And a very big difference about this thing here that's right. and um i agree we can't have the um shut down go on too much longer uh but the fact of the matter is i think they responded i think quite correctly based on what we knew back in march and april which is a hell of a lot less than we know right now Mm
6: -hmm. i've got to throw in a i've got to. can i have two minutes to throw in a very quick dissenting view my my belief is that it's very quick my my belief is that The reason it was the cases, not just in your part of the world, most of the world were doubling every day or every couple of days is because the testing was doubling or the number of people testing, being tested was increasing exponentially. And no one knew how many in the general population, because so many are asymptomatic, actually had the virus. So if you only test 100 Mm -hmm. people and you find 10 are are positive, that's 10%. But if tomorrow... a lot more people have got it and you or two weeks later and you go and test a few thousand suddenly instead of 10 positive cases you've got thousands of positive cases it looks absolutely awful but you've got mm-hmm. to compare how many tests are being done. So that, that's the point I was trying to make. My, my, mm. One of my biggest concerns up here in Canada is we're going to run out of fresh food this year because farmers have been our, show, our growing season is really short and farmers have been held back from planting and will not plant enough vegetables. That's my worry. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, I, I and I, I will give one dissent on what you did there <laughs> because I watched Good. a number of things besides testing. Uh, the percentage of deaths has remained fairly constant at 6% worldwide and in the United States. There was a brief time when our death rate was very low because we were just starting to ramp up the testing and we were getting more new cases than people were dying. But now that's caught up and Mm -hmm. we're at 6% also. So I don't think, there, there is probably a large number of undiscovered cases out there, and I have heard figures that might be ten times as many, but I think that's kind of speculative right now.
0: Yep. Well, we've got well, another t- couple of weeks to go. Yes, ma'am.
5: Uh, we just started testing around here. I mean, they, the first test I know of uh, that was anywhere but Houston was here at Sweeney last week, and they had one in Bay City in that county. Uh, they there really hasn't been. They haven't had the stuff to test. That's
0: right. So, or the, or, the tests, you know, or the
5: tests.
0: And the other yeah, the other thing that's interesting is we don't. They had they have had tests that take a long time to get results. Now we have results almost instantly, and that's going right. to change. The dynamic is going to change. The statistics are going to change. And right. both, I'm sure everybody here has seen the two studies, one in Santa Cruz, or Santa Clara County, and the other at UCLA, that mm-hmm. uh, doing the serum testing, which right. then distorted the numbers that Lou was talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you know, so well, anyway, what, what I wanted say, to.
5: There right. is a criteria. You have to think you have it to be tested in Texas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, well, you have to some been out of the it. country, you know, there's five criteria right. and you have to have certain things. And so they're only testing people who think they have it. They're not testing people who have no symptoms.
0: And I'm going to leave leave this conversation with this thought. I asked somebody today on Facebook. I love to ask questions. If I'm tested today and I am negative and I go about my business because I work in construction or whatever, today's test says that I'm negative. Don't you think I should be tested every day? Because I'm out and about. I mean, I got oh, my question. To wait. <laughs> yep. wasn't <laughs> no, no, but you're I mean, you're
3: negative you until it. somebody sneezes near you right Th- that's, <laughs> what
0: I'm saying, that's what i okay. but hey i i, I, I yeah, The right. so one
3: thing yeah. that may be good is an antibody test saying you've had it But yeah. they're not sure that it's going to give you immunity and oh by the way if it doesn't if the disease doesn't give you an immunity forget about the vaccine
5: right mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, this has been good, and we've got this recorded in history. This is history being recorded. I still (laughs) challenge my friends, my creative friends, who are much better at writing the written word than I am. I would really like to have you, number one, and, and this is the selfish part of it, the amount of traffic that is being generated by search engines only, using the words coronavirus and COVID-19 and, you know, other things like serum and the words that are all coincident to this uh, United States government, you know, uh, I, and especially Lou, I mean, this is a historical event. We have been honored and have had the privilege of living through this historical event and those people with the talent to share it. Uh, might seriously want to consider. I don't they don't have to be. We're not talking writing chapters. I'm talking four or five uh, hundred word uh, observations of the day. Uh, Jim calls them reflections of the day. Has anybody followed Jim's reflections? I do somewhat. I I not yeah. had a lot of time to put in, right? It, but I, 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 I know none of us have time. But but uh, some of them are darn good. I, yeah, you know, they, they've been interesting, very interesting. Because because what he's doing is he's asking a question all the time. You know, he, he expresses his feelings and then he's he's asking, uh, stimulating your thought process, and and we don't know who's right or wrong. I, I, you know, I don't know a doctor who's right. I don't know a doctor who's wrong. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. Joanne, you've been very quiet. Do you want to finish the day off with something exciting?
4: It's great to belong to this wonderful group of people.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, well, we love you. And ha- I'm going ask this question. Have you seen an uptick in your sales this last few weeks?
4: Yeah,
0: I have. I have. Good. Good. Have. Oh, great. yeah. Lou <laughs> says, yeah. Know good They've good and, oh really fantastic oh wonderful. yeah we're we
3: have been selling uh four to six books per day
0: wonderful since
3: beginning of march
0: wow oh, fantastic. wonderful fantastic fantastic
5: oh people and, are well, reading I, yeah yep they yeah uh mine is um, i got i actually saw two ebooks go out and uh on amazon and a. Uh, about eight on Smashwords and some other places. But my thing is about 1,300 reads with about 129 people a day going up. I think I had 3,000 yesterday up on the website. Wow. They're going up there and reading where I told them it was free to read and and they're doing it. That's awesome as far as I'm concerned. You bet. Super. you bet fantastic all
0: right everybody this is chuck Bartok from the banks of the beautiful sacramento river at the uh, uh base of mount lassen the most la- the most recent active volcano in the lower 48 isn't that important <laughs> in fact yeah. we were yeah. <laughs> we were just we were just up there last week and if you guys ever come to northern california to visit if you go up to mount lassen you can still see the boil, boil. There's, there's still boiling pits, you know, of lava, and so on, and so forth. And it, it's, it's a very interesting trip if you like nature, uh, and uh, it's interesting history also. So I want to thank everybody for joining us. We'll be back next week. Thank you, everybody. Be sure to visit Peter Wright. Uh, no, Peterwrightblog.com is that right? Yep. blog.com. That's it. blog.com. Diane-Stevenson, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-O-N.com, JL Callison, C-A-L-L-I-S-O-N.com, uh, Joanne, J-O-A-N-N-E, Nesbitt, N-E-S-B-I-T-T.com, Lou McIntyre, your website is Lewis or Lou? I can't remember. Lewis, <laughs>
3: Lewis-McIntyre.com.
0: And that's MCI, right?
3: N T Y R E Pango okay, Yankee right. Romeo Echo.
0: Yeah. And who else do we have here that I missed? Anybody?
1: Nancy.
0: Oh, oh Nancy, Nancy, oh, Nancy oh, Lou know, Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Lou <laughs> Henderson.com. Okay. <laughs> and again, you guys go out there, stay safe enjoy the life that we've been blessed and the opportunity to live each and every day. Cause you know, there is really no alternative. We hope. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye everyone. Bye-bye. Bye Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>